Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Comedy Podcast. Welcome to episode 19 of season 3 of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. Harry Einstein was a writer and comedian, mostly famous for the character Nick Parkia Carcass, which he created and became well-known on the Eddie Cantor and Al Jolson radio shows, as well as 11 films from 1936 to 1945. After his popularity on Cantor's program, Einstein got his own show, Meet Me at Parkies, in 1943, where he played the owner of a Greek restaurant. Einstein wrote most of the scripts himself, and the show was a combination of variety situation comedy, co-starring Sheldon Leonard, Elliot Lewis, and Betty Rhodes, as well as others. Now sit back and enjoy the September 30th, 1945 broadcast of Meet Me at Parkies. And have a great week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. From Hollywood, California, the makers of Old Gold Cigarettes bring you Meet Me at Parkies. John, my wife has been nursing a grouch all week. Nursing a grouch, eh? I didn't know you were sick. Me sick? Why, you... There, there, why be irritated? Light an Old Gold and meet me at Parkies. Don't make a pig of yourself here at the party. Why, this is the twelfth time you've been up to the refreshment table. Oh, that's all right, Mary. I tell everybody I'm getting something for you. Well, of all the embarrassing ah, things Ah, there, I... there, there. Why be irritated? Light an old gold and meet me at Parky's. Yes, everybody meets at Parky's. So come along to Parky's restaurant and say hello to Betty Rhodes, Obie Cates' his clarinet and his orchestra. And our genial host, the star of our show, Park Your Carcass. Boy, am I tired. I wanted to get to bed early last night. But I had to stay up till 2 o'clock this morning so I could push my clock back an hour. <laughs> I wonder why the government makes you stay up till 2 o'clock. I was all ready to go to bed at 10 o'clock, and I had to sit there in my nightgown till 2. <laughs> hardly keep my eyes open. You know, I got to do a lot of fingering out, too. You see, my clock runs slow. It loses two hours a day. <laughs> so instead of moving my clock back an hour, I had to move it ahead an hour. <laughs> then by the end of the day, it's just right. Now, all I got to do to get the correct time is to look at my clock, add one hour, divide by two, and then call up the telephone company. <laughs> you know, I had to get down here early today because are we busy in the restaurant lately? What a business. We didn't even open up yet today, and already I'm running short of food. <laughs> now I'll have to use veal instead of chicken in the turkey sandwiches. <laughs> Oh, and I've I been working hard. I got to do everything around this place. You know, you can't get no help. 
Now I even got to write out the menu for today. Well, might as well get started with it. The first put down is, uh, let's see, wait a minute. I noticed in the icebox I got one clam left, so I think I could make clam chowder. Of course, it'll only be enough for 60 or 70 orders. Well, my customers like it strong. Now I think I got enough bread to make beef stew, so I'll mark that down. Let's see, beef is B-I-F. <laughs> Question mark. And stew is S-T-U, parenthesis. <laughs> that parenthesis is to hold the beef stew together. <laughs> Pretty loose, you know. Now for dessert, I think I'll bake a mince pie. Mince pie, that's two words. Mint is M-I-N-T, and spy is S-P-Y. <laughs> now I better give him another dessert, too. I think I'll put on a banana split. Let's see, banana is P-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N. There, I guess, right about here is where I'll split it. <laughs> Betty Rhodes. Well, I suppose we're in for another busy day, Parky. But gosh, was I tired when I got home last night. Where's all the business coming from? I don't know, Betty. I would only know that I'm all in, too. You know, this morning while I was walking over here, every step I took killed me. Oh, were you that tired? No, I forgot to take the shooters out of my shoes. <laughs> oh, Parky. Now, look, you've simply got to get some help around here. How long do you think you can go on doing everything all by yourself? You're right, Betty. You know, you imagine for the last three months I've been cooking myself, baking myself, roasting myself, and this morning even had to wash myself. <laughs> uh, it's pretty hard to get experienced help. Well, Parky, maybe the help situation will be better someday. Gee, I don't suppose it was always like this. No, it sure wasn't, Betty. You know, I November when I opened up this place 18 years ago. Had all the help I needed. Yeah, I've seen a lot of changes since then. You know, when I first came here, Betty, mine was the only building in this whole block. Oh, you mean the hospital next door wasn't built yet? No, the hospital didn't come until after I opened up the restaurant. <laughs> I don't know what it proves, Betty, but it's a funny thing. My restaurant stays the same size, but the hospital gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> well, Parky, you just got to get some help. The way business is now, you could easily use two or three extra waiters. Yes, you're right. Mister. Oh, <laughs> mister. Betty, you hear somebody? Yes, I, I do. Why, look, Parky, there's a man sitting in booth number three. How did he get in here? We didn't even open up yet. I'll go over and see him. How do you do, sir? Uh, I know I'm very bold, but could you please take my order now? Uh, how did you get in here? I didn't see you come in. Oh, I've been here since yesterday afternoon. <laughs> since yesterday afternoon? Yes, uh, I noticed how busy you were, and I didn't want to disturb you. <laughs> as, as I said, I've been here since yesterday. Wait a minute. You mean to say you've been here all night? Yes, and I... Want to get home as soon as I can. My wife may be worried. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm so sorry you had to wait. You must be starved. What would you like to eat? 
Well, you see, I'm on a very strict diet. Yes. The only thing I can eat is three crushed graham crackers and a glass of milk. <laughs> three crushed graham crackers? Yes. Uh, I, I usually only order two, but I'm famished. <laughs> I see. So you have three, huh? Yes. Uh, I'm sorry I'm making a pig of myself. <laughs> With three crushed graham crackers? Yes, uh, but would you please crush the graham crackers in the kitchen? I can't stand the noise. <laughs> Gee, mister, I'm very sorry, but we don't got no graham crackers. Oh, well, would you be very angry if I left now? I know I've taken up your time, but maybe I can get them in another restaurant. Well, I, I'm very sorry, mister. Oh, oh that's okay. Yes. Uh, here, I want you to take this dollar. A dollar? What's this for? Well, it got a little chilly sleeping here last night, and I had to use the tablecloth for a blanket. <laughs> Oh, I wouldn't take a dollar for a blanket. But I used it to cover myself with. I know, but there's no cover charge here. <laughs> well, uh, thank you. You've been so kind. Yes. Uh, well, do you mind if I leave now? Of course not. What's stopping you? Well, you're, uh, you're standing on my foot. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Goodbye. Goodbye. When I tell that to my grandchildren, they'll never believe it. Who was that, Parky? Patty, did you see that little man? Well, he came in here yesterday afternoon, and he stayed all night. Oh, how awful. Parky, you see how badly you need a waiter? You're right, Betty. If I only had a waiter, that man wouldn't have had to sleep alone. (laughs) Well, Betty, maybe someday I'll have plenty of help. You know, for the past three months, I didn't even have time to sit down and read the papers. Well, but things will be different someday. Someday when the war is over. But, Parky, the war is over. It is. You see, I told you I didn't have time to read the papers. Well, Betty, as long as the war is over, we should celebrate. Let's have champagne. Let's have fireworks. Let's have dancing and singing. Wait a minute. We don't got no champagne. Where am I going to get fireworks? You know what a terrible dancer I am. So all we have left is the singing. And, Betty, that's your department. So sing, sister, sing. run dry 
doesn't disappear. I'll be there for you to care for you through laughter and through tears. So take my heart in sweet surrender and tenderly Employment agency. They must be sure to help too. Hello, is this the employment agency? Look, I'd like to have you send over three waiters. This is Park Yakakis. You say you only got one man in the place. He wants five days off a week. And he wants a waiter to wait on him. Every day he wants me to send him home in a taxi. Look, you tell that guy to open up a restaurant. I'll come to work for him. Goodbye. <laughs> Never some people five days off a week send them home in a taxi. Why, that makes me so mad I could jest there. Well, there, there, Parky. Why be irritated? Light an old gold. Oh, hello, Bob Williams. See, Bob, you know, I'm trying to get some help so I could take it a little easier. Mm. Oh, boy, what I wouldn't give just to get a little comfort and pleasure. Well, Parky, you can always get comfort and pleasure when you light an old gold, especially today. But you can't get that comfort and pleasure if your cigarette is hot. Harsh and dry. You're right, Bob. But you know, there's one thing I can't figure out. Why is it that old gulch is never hot, harsh, and dry? Why, haven't you heard, Barky? Of course I've heard, but go ahead. Tell me again. It's good business. <laughs> well, well, you see, Parky, to help prevent cigarette dryness, old golds are conditioned with a special moisture-protecting agent made from the juice of fresh apples. We call it apple honey. Oh, Bob, you forgot to tell him about the Ladakia. You should be shamed to yourself. Shem, shem, shem. <laughs> no, no, I didn't, Parky. I'm coming to that right now. Old Gold's blend of many great tobaccos is enriched with rare imported Latakia tobacco for delightful extra flavor. Extra flavor plus special protection against cigarette dryness. That's Old Gold. So try a pack first chance you get. And, Parky, remember... When little annoyances get you down, why be irritated? Light an old gold. Well, I'll see you around, Parky. Yeah, I'll see you around. All right. Uh, Parky, did you call the employment agency for yeah, the waiter? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't get nobody. I just made a sign waiter wanted. I stuck it in the window right here. Oh? 
Well, let me see that sign. Yeah, I'm a pretty good sign painter, huh, Betty? Waiter wanted. Yes. Parky, you've got the sign all out of proportion. Right. You made all the letters and waiter the same size except the R. Why did you make the R so short? Oh, Betty, if you want to get a waiter today, you've got to give him short R's. Me, sir. I just noticed your sign in the window. Are you the man that hires the help? Yes. <laughs> well, fine. Could you tell me something about the job? Yes. What would you like to know? Well, um, what are the hours? Oh, 40 hours a week. Only 40 hours a week? No chance of working any more hours, is there? That extra money comes in handy. This is a new one. <laughs> you mean the hours don't mean nothing? You know, if you work a lot of hours, the work gets pretty hard. Oh, I don't care how hard the work is, the harder the better. Nobody ever died from working hard. Well, I sure do like your altitude. <laughs> now, about the days off... Days I, off? Yes. I, I was kind of hoping it would be a seven-day week. As I said before, the more you work, the more you make. Yes, you're right, but you know, working seven days a week gets a little monotonous. <laughs> Well, as I told you before, I'm not worried about the work. That doesn't bother me a bit. Yes. Now, um, what about the salary? Oh, $40 a week in tips. Well, the job sounds okay to me. Well, that's fine. Could you start right away? Me start? Yes. Why, you've got a lot of nerve. I never worked a day in my life. Then why did you come in for the job? The job is not for me. It's for my wife. Goodbye. <laughs> I bet at the end of the day, that fellow's all in from going around trying to get a job from his wife. Well, we, we still don't got a waiter. Hey, Parky, I've got an idea. What is it? Why can't we make Opie Cates a waiter? Opie Cates a waiter? Well, he's a musician. How could he carry a tray? He can't even carry a tune. <laughs> oh, Parky, give him a chance. Look, we're going to open the restaurant in a few minutes, and you must have help, and Opie's better than nothing. He may not be too bright, but at least he's willing. <laughs> well, if you say so, Betty, all right, send him over. I'll give him a few constructions on how to be a waiter. Okay, Parky, he's in the kitchen now. I'll tell him you want to see him. Yeah, it's a good one with Opie, making a waiter out of the musician. I hope the customers don't ask for sweet potatoes or we'll have a yam session. Hi, Parky. Hello, Opie. Say, Betty said you wanted to give me a job as a waiter. And you know something, Parky? I make a pretty good waiter, too. Yeah, look, Hoppy, uh, just being a good waiter is a business in itself, you know. You just don't stand around and look pretty. You know, you got to be friendly and nice. You got to treat every customer like a friend. Treat him like a friend? Yes. Now, what is the first thing you say to them? To eat someplace else. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, you can be a friend, but you don't have to overdo it, you know? <laughs> look, I'll show you. Let's say I'm a customer and I'm just coming in. Now, the first thing you say is, how many in your party? Okay, how many in your party? One. This party ain't going to be much fun, is it? <laughs> Look, I'm a customer, so you show me to my table, and as I go to sit down, you pull the chair out, you see? Oh, that's easy. Is yeah. that all there is to it? No, 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 no. Now I'm hungry, so I say to you, what could I eat today? Mm -hmm. See? Now, today, the special we got is lamb. Mm -hmm. So, you suggest lamb, you see? That's what I want you to do. Push the lamb. Well, won't I look kind of silly pushing a lamb around here, Parky? No, no. I mean sell it. No matter what the customer orders, you recommend the lamb. 
If you do that strong enough, we'll get rid of it, you see? <laughs> okay, the customer orders the lamb, and you go in the kitchen and get it. Now, when you bring it to the customer, you always serve the food on the left side. Well, what difference does it make if I serve it on the left side or the right side? It all goes down the middle. <laughs> Look, Opie, I'm only trying to learn you how to be a waiter. Okay, the customer's through eating. You're ready to give him the check now. You know how to add up a check, all right, don't you, you know? I don't want you to make no mistakes. Oh, don't worry. I can add good. You can? Uh, let me try you out. Supposing the check is 40 cents and 30 cents, how much does that add up to? 40 cents and 30 cents? Yes. That's a dollar eighty. <laughs> well, at least you can add. <laughs> I can't. You know, I'm more surprised than you are, Parky. <laughs> Aubrey, I know I'm making a big mistake in making you a waiter. Ah, but maybe I'm not. Maybe you'll turn out to be a good waiter. Then you can graduate to be a head waiter. Then you'll make so much money, you might even open up a restaurant right across the street from me. You'll be my competitor. Aubrey, I never thought you'd do that to me. <laughs> Opening up a restaurant right across the street from me, taking the bread and butter right out of my mouth. Me, the man who gave you your first job as a waiter. Hoppy you are the most ungrateful man I ever met in my whole life. Hoppy <laughs> Cates is clarinet in this orchestra play Sunday.
song Obie just played would be a swell tune for the jukeboxes. Yeah, it sure would, Bob. Gee, those jukeboxes are a lot of fun, aren't they? Oh, yeah. You know, this generation has a lot of new gadgets the older folks never had. But I can just picture my grandfather and grandmother cutting a rug while a jukebox is given out with hot licks. <laughs> oh, Betty, Grandpa and Grandma had their jukebox, too. But in those days, they called it a talking machine. It was invented by Thomas Edison in the year 1877. Oh, you mean, Bob, the origin of the jukebox goes back 68 years? Mm-hmm. Gee, that's a long time ago. Well, yes, it is a long time ago, Betty. But think of it. Even a century before that, the Lorillard tobacco business was established. Mm-hmm, you're right, Bob. Just imagine the Lorillard business was founded in 1760. Yes, Betty, that's almost 200 years of association with the world's choice tobaccos. And this vast experience is reflected in the quality of old gold cigarettes today. So, as soon as you can, try a pack, won't you? Remember, old goals. Don't worry about me, Bob. I'll remember old goals. Well, so long, Betty. Oh, hi, Opie. What are you doing in that waiter's outfit? Don't bother me now, Bob. I'm trying to remember all them things Parky told me about how to be a waiter. You a waiter? <laughs> Opie, I wish I had time to see this. Well, so long, Opie, and good luck. So long, Bob. Let me see. The first thing I do when I seat the customer is pull out the chair. <laughs> and then I gotta, then I gotta suggest a lamb. Well, I guess them are the most important things to remember. Oh, here comes my first customer. How do you do, sir? A table for one? Yes, please, and I'm in a hurry. Okay, we'll get you out fast. You can take this table right here. Uh, sit right down, sir. Thank you. Oh! oh! What are you doing? Well, I'm sorry, but them's my orders. Your orders? <laughs> yep, the boss told me the first thing I got to do is pull the chair out. Well, just don't stand there. Help me up. Oh, my back. <clears throat> okay, there we are. Are you all right? Oh, I guess so. Now, please take my order right away. I'm in a very big hurry. Okay, what do you want? Chicken, turkey, roast beef, steak, or fish? Well, you seem to have quite an assortment. I can't make up my mind. Well, it don't make no difference. You're going to get lamb. I can't eat lamb. I'm allergic to lamb. Well, that's your hard luck, brother. How dare you talk this way to me? I never heard such impertinence in my life. Look, now, don't you come in here and start hollering at me. Don't forget you got hungry. We didn't send for you. If I weren't in such a hurry, I'd... Look, please bring me a small piece of chicken. Okay, I'll bring you the chicken, but you can bet a buck it's going to taste just like lamb. (laughs) This this is impossible. Forget the food. I'm in a hurry. Just bring me a cup of coffee. Yes, sir. What do you have in the coffee? Cream or lamb? (laughs) Look, all I want is a plain cup of lamb. I mean, now you got me doing it. Look, will you please just bring me a cup of coffee? Okay, I'll be back in a second. Oh, I've never seen such a stupid waiter. Must have been insane to come in here. Okay, here's your coffee, mister. Now, let me see. I'm supposed to put this on your left side. Which is your left side? I get mixed up when I'm facing you. Just set it down anywhere. Put it down on any side. Look, the boss told me to serve it on the left side. I don't care what the boss said. Will you give me that? Stop coffee? pulling with my arm! Oh, oh in heaven's name, look what you've done. You've scalded me with that hot coffee and ruined my suit. Oh, this is terrible. Hey, what's I... going on here? What's the trouble, mister? Trouble? Why, this, this 
imbecile that you have as a waiter. He spilled a cup of scalding coffee all over me and ruined my suit. Oh, my, I'm awful sorry. Is there anything what I can do? We'll be glad to have your suit clean, mister. Oh, forget about the whole thing. Just let me out of here. Not so fast, mister. You're not leaving here till you pay your check. Pay my check? Yep, you owe ten cents for that coffee. Oh, oh please, the man has suffered enough. Look, you, you don't got to pay anything. It's all right. The heck he don't let him pay for the coffee. <laughs> pay for what coffee? I didn't get any coffee. You didn't? Well, what do you think that stuff is all over your suit? Coca-Cola? <laughs> <laughs> Look, mister, don't mind them. We don't want your ten cents. I'm sorry the whole thing happened. It's all right. Wait a minute, Parker. It may be all right with you, but it sure ain't all right with me. The man owes a dime and then let him pay it. Okay, here's your ten cents. I want you to know that I was willing to forget this whole thing, but now I'm going to sue this restaurant for $10,000. I'll teach you to go around pulling chairs from under people and scalding them with hot coffee. Oh, I'll... please, mister, I'm so sorry. Believe me, I don't want your ten cents. Honest, I don't. Well, all right. You seem to be a fair enough man. Thank you. Okay, I'll forget it. Forget nothing. Don't let him get away with having that time, Parky. He's going to sue you for $10,000. Mister, I'd like to see you do it. You would, eh? Well, that does it. You'll hear from my lawyer tomorrow morning. Goodbye. Puppy, what did you do to me? He's going to sue me for $10,000. That'll put me out of business. Puppy, why did you have to say those awful things to him? Oh, I'm glad I said those things, Parky. Why, that man's nothing but a cheapskate. A cheapskate? Sure, he didn't even leave me a tip. <laughs> Adventures of Park Chicago's Betty Rhodes, Opie Cates' clarinet and his orchestra. Tune in again next Sunday, same time, same station. Is it a date? Okay, meet me at Parky's. <laughs> now until next Sunday evening, don't let little annoyances get you down. Why be irritated? Light an old go. Its tobaccos are specially conditioned to help guard against cigarette dryness and to give you more smoking pleasure. This is Bob Williams saying goodnight for Old Gold and inviting you again next Sunday night to meet me at Parky. This is the National Broadcasting Company. Be sure to tune in next time, my friends, for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Thanks for